Welcome to this episode of The Roboticist. My guest this week is Michael Horn, who is the Chief Data Officer at HUGE, a award-winning strategy, transformation, and design agency. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. All right. So I have a couple questions for you. Let's roll right into it. Um, first off, um, tell me about the kinds of customers you solve. Who are the kind of people or organizations that you offer your services to? So when people think of an agency, I think often what pops through their head is like the Madison Avenue advertising shop. And actually, um, huge where, where I'm now um, comes from the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to our uh, our philosophy on clients. We are a user-centric product shop by by our history, which means that we look at solving user-centric problems. We, we come from kind of a usability culture, and we talk about what is best for as a user-centric, kind of digitally-centric transformation um, of products and services. So sometimes that extends all the way from uh, product into marketing, but very often we're focused on really translating a business model from a you know, traditional model and mindset into something which uh, leverages um, data more effectively, research more effectively, and all of the diverse digital and, and digitally enabled physical experiences uh, that are now available to, uh, to brands. Okay. So how do your customers or potential customers know that they could use your services? Uh, do they, yeah, very, they what, hmm. what problem goes through their head and they go, oh, I, I need some help with this? Right. Very often what they're facing is some kind of competitive threat, right? They're looking at the marketplace. They're seeing a lot of new companies coming in, disrupting their category, maybe from adjacencies or maybe uh, entirely new startups. And often what they realize is that they're either not organized for success, that they have kind of uh, organizational delineations or data housed in silos by a, a very traditional definition of products and channels, um, or simply that they don't have the tools to enable their workforces and to better serve their customers. And so we come in and usually take a, a program mindset, try to identify what that real threat or opportunity is, and then develop a solution for them that helps bridge that gap and take them into a, a more user-centric, digitally enabled mindset. Okay. So how does technology come into that play? How do, how do you go in and look at an organization and go, all right, you need to reorganize yourselves to better serve your market. But, you know, this is the roboticist, so where does that happen? Absolutely. Well, I think a lot of times, first of all, what we do is we break down what are um, aspirations that are very, very innovation driven. People that are just looking to like, oh, we want to use augmented reality and help break that down into specific use cases. You know, when is it appropriate to use conversational interfaces or quantified health or, or AR or VR solutions and translate that into a user problem, right? What, what is it your market or your user is really trying to accomplish? and then help people navigate this very complicated marketplace of AI and data solutions. We usually don't do the, the, the full deep data science work ourselves. Our role is usually to be a translator of, uh, of business problems into math problems, and then we'll go out and we'll partner um, with as many as you know, a dozen or 20 different vendors to assemble solutions that are um, you know, fully robust, that are productionized, uh, pressure tested, and then deploy those to the market. Um, so we're very often in this kind of consultative role um, for technology and data solutions. Got it. Okay. So of all the work you've done, all the experience you have in this field, what piece of advice would you offer to someone who finds themselves embarking on a transformation like this? 
Well, there are a couple things. I mean, one is that, that there are always, um, you know, the, the, there are always a couple of like risk factors, right, that they have to avoid. I mean, one is that the um, historical drivers of thinking about, well, the way we've always does, done business um, often is, is taking precedence over, um, you know, these emerging user needs. So then one of the first things is just being able to focus on where the market is headed as opposed to, um, to what, how your business has historically been run. Um, we deal with a lot of clients that are, have, historically operated by the loudest voices in the room that are really looking at um, have very top-down leadership culture have not uh, understood that a lot of the best insights are coming from their sales forces and so some of the the smartest work we do is actually empowering the front lines with better enabled digital tools that solve their immediate problems as opposed to kind of what the execs uh, think is the is the, the pressing problem and that's um, you know, happy to give you some specific examples on that as well and then the third thing is our companies that get kind of hooked on chasing innovation and headlines, you know, where they, they want to, whether it's get it recognition or win awards or get press mentions, but they kind of miss the point that after they do the initial, um, the initial story about the rollout and the innovation, that there's a lot of operational um, diligence and discipline that, that comes after that, that's required to, to retrain their frontline teams, to make sure that their customer service engagement channels um, actually leverage that um, that new capability in a way that solves problems. Got it. So you mentioned a specific example. So go ahead and tell us. What do you got? Oh yeah. So so a couple things. I mean that we've done recently that I'm I'm really proud of. Some of this is is shortly before I arrived. We just um, kicked off and and then completed some great work with with Lowe's Home Improvement. Um, helping their uh, their their sales staff in the store be digitally enabled. They had a lot of experience, they had insight here is that a lot of customers were coming in already knowing what they wanted to find. They had information on their phones. They really didn't have any way to get the information off of the customer's phones and really into their own inventory systems. So the work that Huge does is often bridging that kind of a gap where a user has already adopted this new behavior, but in the store, they need to be able to operationalize that. Another great example, um, we recently helped launch Zelle, which is a peer-to-peer -peer payment solution um, enabling frictionless mobile payments. In that case, we had um, seven of the largest banks in America working with us through uh, an inst a group that was uh, formed to detect fraud, but they realized they could kind of repurpose that group to enable that type of, of um, future-facing mobile payments, compete more effectively with Venmo, move people away from cash and checks into digitally enabled payment. And so HUGE was responsible for defining the product needs initially. We, we built out the, the product interface itself, uh, and then we helped uh, the brands, uh, the bank brands, figure out how to integrate all that functionality into their apps and then deploy that to the market in a way that would, would get users to adopt it. So in that case, we're, you know, we're both helping to create a new category effectively um, and also operationalize that across uh, you know, millions of customers and hundreds of thousands of bank employees. All right, very cool. All right, so if people are interested in learning more about you and work, the work you're doing at Huge, where can they go? Yeah, well, they can certainly go to hugeinc.com, H-U-G-E-I-N-C.com. We also run a um, kind of an ideation platform uh, called Magenta. And Magenta is both where we um, talk with people we feel who are defining user-centric um, and design-driven thought in the marketplace, um, but also where we put some of our own thought leadership out there around privacy, around uh, ethical use of data, um, and broadly, uh, broadly speaking, uh, data literacy, which we see as like one of the uh, pressing needs in the market as, as we're adopting all these data-driven tools, um, how it is that we evangelize both uh, educate both our consumers, but also our employees to more effectively put the data in those tools to use. 
All right, fantastic. All right, well, thank you, Michael. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for appearing on The Roboticist. Pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Roboticist. If you'd like to see more episodes, visit us at www.jaquette.com podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about how machine learning and artificial intelligence can help you create competitive advantage for your organization, visit us at www.jaquette.com slash AI. Thanks. <laughs>